Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. The shadowy secret of the U.S. housing market on the program today. What do you do with a stolen Picasso, anyway? Also, a little bit of Freakonomics Radio for you from American Public Media. This is Marketplace. This podcast is supported by American Express Bank FSB, offering high-yield savings accounts designed with convenient features to help reach savings goals. To learn more or open an account online, visit personalsavings.com slash savings. Member FDIC. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Wednesday, the 17th of October. Good to have you with us, as always. Today's main economic number, Housing Starts, brings with it a certain economic conundrum. We learned this morning new home construction for September was the highest we've seen in four years, a nifty 34% jump from last year. Therein, though, lies the mystery, because with all the foreclosures out there that we've all been hearing so much about houses just ready and willing to be sold, why is anybody building new homes again? We sent Marketplace's Serene Marisol Maraji to find out. Who knows what mysteries wait in the darkness? Who knows what terrors prowl in the underworld? Who knows how many properties are in the process of foreclosure or bank-owned? The shadow knows. <laughs> the shadow inventory, that is. The shadow inventory has really been drawn down and has become much less scary than it appeared a couple years ago. Darren Bloomquist is the vice president of Realty Track, a foreclosure tracking firm. He says bank-owned properties are down 48% from January 2011, when they were at their peak. Stephen Paul, executive vice president of Mid-Atlantic Builders in Maryland says he's no longer afraid of competition from a shadow inventory of used homes. Paul says this past summer was the best they've had in seven years. But he adds there's a new shadow lurking. The new concern, cost increases on the wholesale side for materials, drywall and concrete and steel. He says he hasn't seen those cost increases yet, but thinks they're inevitable as fuel prices keep rising. Paul spoke with me from a conference of home builders and says they're not impressed with the housing starts. We're just a skeptical, uh, rough kind of group where we're, we're not impressed by much. And Nick Ritzinas from the Harvard Business School says that skepticism makes sense. These numbers, which again are pretty dramatic increases, but dramatic increases because we started with a low base. Ritzinas says we need over a million new homes built a year to be at pre-recession, pre-bubble levels. With these new starts, we're still around 200,000 short. I'm Shireen Marisol Maraji for Marketplace. Say what you will about Lance Armstrong, and many people have said a whole lot the past couple of weeks. You do have to admit he's pulled off a neat trick. Even amid his own professional disgrace, his charity has managed to thrive. Armstrong stepped down as the chairman of the Livestrong Foundation this morning. Nike and a couple of others canceled its personal contract with him, but Nike said it would continue to support Livestrong. It is, as Marketplace's Eve Tro explains, all about the brand. The website Charity Navigator rates causes for people who want to give. Zero to four stars. How's Livestrong stack up? They get four stars. It's one of our higher rated charities and has been for some time. President Ken Berger says Livestrong is in the top 1% of charities. It raises tens of millions of dollars a year to support cancer patients. Berger says when a charity's charismatic leader is disgraced, the charity usually suffers horribly or just folds. What's really unusual here is that we don't see that. In fact, there's been a slight uptick in its donations. 
That's likely due to years of rebranding the Lance Armstrong Foundation as simply Livestrong. Look at anything Livestrong, a charity road race, those yellow wristbands, and you likely see Lance Armstrong only in the fine print, if at all. Even as Nike condemned Armstrong today, the company affirmed its commitment to selling Livestrong products. It's much, much bigger than even just cancer at this point. Brand analyst Paul Swinand at Morningstar says a look at Livestrong.com makes that clear. It's become really a self-help site and really an internet information brand. An internet search for anything body-related is likely to bring up a Livestrong article or video. Hi, I'm Amber Namitas with Livestrong.com, and I'm going to teach you how to naturally enlarge your glutes. Welcome to Livestrong.com, it says. Let us be your personal guide to becoming a better, healthier you. I'm Eve Tro for Marketplace.